Welcome to this episode of IG Talk with Robert Smallwood, where we feature interviews with information governance leaders around the world, as well as discussions of IG news, events, and best practices. Today, as part of our IG Leadership Series, we have Scott Burt, President and Co-Founder of Integro, a solutions provider in the Denver area. Scott, are you there? Robert, I am. Thanks for having me. Very good. Maybe you're on your 25th anniversary this year, huh? Isn't that crazy? I'm not even 25 years old either. <laughs> That's funny how time flies, huh? My hairline, my hairline probably uh, it indicates otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, well, ditto here. And uh, your your um, co-founders, uh, Chris and Jason, uh, how did you guys meet and, and get this off the ground? Well, that, that is interesting. When we started the company back in 95, as you stated, uh, we were heavily more in the computer and document management and workflow solution area. And I was a customer. And they were part of the consulting, the smart software developers that were uh, building solutions for for me. And uh, that's how we first met up. And then we talked about the really the business of information technology and consulting and the like. And uh, that's that's really how it all started. And I noticed that um, from the, 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 the name of the company, Integro, you have a, a values-based approach and uh, an emphasis on integrity. Can you tell our listeners a little about about your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm glad you think of that. And, you know, it does hopefully connotate integrity. Uh, the name is actually from the Latin word de integro, which is Latin for a new beginning, which I also liked and valued when we uh, selected it as the name. Did you take Latin in high school or college? No, my wife and I checked out a bunch of books from the library on Latin and over a bottle or more of wine uh, on the back patio with a view of the sunset. We dug through the books until we found the word that that resonated. And this was it. Nice. Uh, I took Latin in high school and in college. It was a lot harder in college. So I I stopped after one semester. How would you describe the, the core advantages of doing business with Integro? It really gets to the the people and and our process and our quality. So first and foremost, we have eagles here at Integro, right? People who are really passionate about uh, doing a great job and success and helping their customers be successful and helping their teammates be successful. So we have a very open culture of knowledge sharing and helping each other be the best that they can be. But then we really have a deep commitment to uh, delighting our clients. And, and it's not just a keyword. We talk about it a lot in, in the culture of delighting our clients and delighting our employees. And the result of that then is we're very focused on we do what we do really, really well. And we don't kid ourselves and say we can do things that we don't do, et cetera. And so we'll oftentimes, in working with clients, that kind of thing, we'll say, well, that's, that's, we're not the best for that. But when, when it is our area and our cup of tea, uh, we're very confident that we are the best at it. And with our approach and our culture, uh, we do a great job of then delighting our clients. And we measure customer satisfaction in every engagement. And so we we know if we're delighting our clients and where we need to work more on it. 
So what would you say your core competencies are? Um, you resell, in terms of your solutions, you resell some software and, uh, and you develop some software. Could you talk a little about content analytics and content cleanup? I, absolutely. The you know the majority of our business today is professional services, so I mentioned that that first. But then we have some really awesome intellectual property that, that we use on a lot of our projects, and a lot of our customers use and benefit for information governance on a regular basis. So we have Integro Email Manager for uh, governing email and the proper retention and disposal. A lot of our listeners have probably heard about a three-zone approach where you have, by default, everything's transient, but then if you tag it, it, it could be then uh, work in progress, something the user wants to keep around, and then records. And then how do you quickly and easily classify items as records? So Integro Email Manager does that in Office 365 and Exchange and even Lotus Notes. And then we can govern the content in place in Office 365 or uh, in a third-party repository like Box or an IBM ECM or some, one of the other ones. And then we have other pro products for content migrations and uh, cleanup and the like. And we have a new solution for file shares, file analysis, which goes extremely fast and focuses on the metadata and uh, helps accomplish a lot of goals quickly for clients with regards to cleanup and analysis. And then we're also partners. As you mentioned, we resell, we work with IBM, we work with Nuix, we work with Active Navigation, Transvolt, Preservica. So we've got a handful of select partners that add key value for our clients around information governance and the cloud providers too. So Amazon, AWS, and, and Azure. Sounds like some very useful solutions. Um, could you Tell us just some of the types of uh, projects you've completed recently. I, I saw, I noticed that you've done some work for um, some banking and financial services clients and um, oil and gas and utilities. Could you just maybe let our listeners know a little about some of the projects you've completed? Yeah, yeah. We are cross-industry because a lot of the solutions that we do, uh, everybody is challenged by these challenges? How do you have the best collaboration solutions and then governance to properly tag and classify, access, retrieve your unstructured content? And so we work across uh, healthcare, manufacturing, financial, insurance, and, and the like. And we really feel that all of our clients and, and even our not our clients really are and need to be on a content journey. And that content journey needs to address some of the challenges today of, of the changing workforce, the advent of the cloud, new technology, the API world for application programming interface, and, uh, and other factors. And, and of course, the increasing demands of privacy and, and regulations, et cetera. And so companies, what, whether they're consciously doing it or not, they need to be aware that all of these forces are acting on their enterprise and they need to be acting in these areas. And, and so a lot of times it starts with modernization, interestingly, of upgrading. We're going to go to the cloud. We're going to have our employees be able to access things, everything from mobile devices, et cetera. But in that process of modernization, they end up looking backwards a little bit going, you know what? We've got a mess in our current systems. And uh, they might be starting with privacy or modernization or whatever, but they find a great need to analyze and understand what they have, 
That's the first step in our journey, analyze. And then uh, we use popular file analysis products and our own tools and methodologies. And then the cleanup, so file share cleanup, email cleanup, archives, you name it. And then modernization is getting from a, um, an older, maybe on-prem legacy ECM or file shares and getting up to the cloud. So implementing systems that are uh, cloud-based uh, ECM and content management and collaboration and governance kind of solutions. And then the, the next step on our journey is, is interesting. It's enrichment and it's leveraging software and machine learning and tools to be able to automatically analyze content and then automatically then categorize it, tag it, et cetera, for prof- proper governance and controls and, and uh, automation. And then that brings us to the last step, which is automation. So like right now, we're kicking off a project in the automation and capture world. So it really is an enrichment and automation. We're uh, processing, going to be processing every invoice that comes in from about 100 countries for a large energy company that works globally. And so it'll automatically process those invoices and automatically populate invoice number and amounts and currencies and put it through a workflow and automate those accounts payable invoices to make them more streamlined and efficient. So that's uh, one of the automation examples that we're doing today. Yeah, that's uh, automating AP is probably one of the first applications that was automated in uh, the document imaging space. And so you're based in the, the Denver area, right? Well, Yes, but our company is very much a, a virtual kind of company, at least. And we have people in all the time zones across the U.S. and Canada, or we don't have Newfoundland. So we're, we're very much um, a, a citizen of North America, you might say. But I live and our main office is in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I, uh, I actually lived in Denver around 1990 on Capitol Hill, which I thought was fun. And uh, they had the, Den- the Denver Tech Center. Is that where you are? You in the Denver Tech Center? DTC? I am. I am. Yeah, I remember that from back then. And I noticed. Um, so you've got satellite offices in in Iowa, which is my home state. Cedar Rapids is not far from where I went to college in Cedar Falls. And you have offices in Phoenix, Atlanta, Chicago, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, Austin, Texas, and and as you mentioned, uh, um, Ottawa, Canada as well. Yep. I don't know, Scott. You you're involved with some organizations in terms of your volunteer work, in terms of preventing blindness. You're on the board of directors for the Foundation for Fighting Blindness, and you do a a golf tournament each year that's raised, I guess, a couple of million dollars over the years. Uh, Why is that uh, blindness prevention an area that you're concerned with personally? Robert, I'm impressed with your research. You did a good job there, and and thank you for the interest. I appreciate it. Um, You know, I've always been a, a big believer in being active in the community and that kind of thing, and um, but when my son at four years old was diagnosed with a leading cause of blindness, uh, that really helped select where I would focus my energies uh, in the future. So, yeah, for the past 20 years, I've I've done a lot of work with the Foundation Fighting Blindness. And my son now is 24. And knock on wood, he still has uh, most of his vision during the daytime. But his symptoms are night blindness is pretty severe and, and a field division. And just clarity, uh, a couple things there. But the the research in, in what's being done there is, is amazing. I always think information technology in our tech space is fast-paced, and what we're doing is, is pretty impressive. And I'll tell you what, what the, the medical researchers are doing anymore with genetics and CRISPR and gene replacement and stem cells, stem cells they can create from your own skin cells, 
things like that. It's uh, truly remarkable, and and we already have our, the first FDA-approved genetic uh, treatment for any part of the body, any disease, was approved in December of 2017. And so now we have little kids that would have gone blind in grade school are able to get one shot in each eye, and it restores their vision, and they're cured for life. So a lot of uh, a lot of momentum and satisfaction in our, our efforts there and, and bright future for medical. Wow, that is fantastic. And congratulations to you for making a difference and standing up for that cause. We appreciate your time today. If you're looking for email management solutions, content cleanup, platform modernization, those kinds of things, you can go to Integro.com and do business with a company that has a vision, values, and integrity. And thank you, Scott, for being Robert, with us today. It, it's been it. a joy, and we appreciate the, the interest and your, your help here. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of IG Talk, which features interviews of IG leaders, as well as IG news, events, and best practices. Listen in next time. This is Robert Smallwood.